this week on Dice Boys. Okay. So. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. You instigated it. I don't you know, know, I don't know what I'm doing at any point what with do you my mean, body. Man? I don't even know what you mean. <laughs> I know. We were just touching fingers. Okay. And I was making sure it wasn't the one with the Band-Aid on it. All right. Yeah, I saw that go down on the other side, and it was like, no, no. All right. Let's loosen it up. Let's get in there. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty loose uh, right now. <laughs> Let's loosen go. and tighten. Let's <laughs> do. Let's do both. Loose and tight. Loose, just in and out. Tighter. That's another reason to bring a forty. Some no opening sounds. <laughs> just cruise. One, one serving, dude. Yeah, but you, that forty, you also bring it. Yeah, but my problem, it my problem is I want like I want like around at least sixty ounces of beer. Okay, so they make they make those. <laughs> They make a those sixty ounce <laughs> yeah. jug. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's called two forty. <laughs> it's, it's typically sixty four <laughs> ounces, exactly? and it's a uh, growler. Yeah. yeah it's All right. Yeah. What's well, literally the ounce what's amount? What's the ounce yeah. plus like you ratio can just of Foster's? In it, rip what are those cans? Yeah, but like a growler is what? I think they're twenty thirty actually. something dollars to get a growler filled. It's like twelve bucks. I mean, no, it depends on where you're filling and what you're filling it with. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can get anything in there. <laughs> milk, and you look like a goddamn yeah. pirate. Get you a growler <laughs> of milk. Bread. Milk, 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 milk. Uh, Somebody just like mm. takes like a pancake to mash bread into the <laughs> neck hole of a growler. Yeah. I'm taking my finger and trying to dig it out. Hey everybody, Blake here, and thanks again for listening to Dice Boys this week. We really appreciate you being here every week. Uh, this here is episode 7 of season 2, uh, a season we're calling The Forgotten Bard. And last time, our heroes fought some bullywugs, these small humanoid frog people who seemed intent on keeping our heroes from reaching Woestone Hall. Fighting off the first wave of bullywugs, the party was able to run up the final quarter-mile stretch of road toward Woestone Hall with a second wave, much larger, with more bullywugs and giant toads chasing violently behind them. Uh, the party narrowly made it into the safety of the entrance tower and with significant injury, uh, including an unconscious biggle. As they tended to their wounds... More tensions surfaced between uh, between Yon Yon and Matthias, uh, Dodge, and uh, well, pretty much everyone, <laughs> and uh, and even Judas joined in uh, in the finger pointing. But uh, eventually, Matthias, Judas, and Biggle ascended the eerily quiet and barren tower to find a bridge spanning the ravine, leading to the mountain on the far side and the front doors of Woestone Hall. Stretched out across the expanse of that bridge was a gruesome scene. The bodies, blood, and entrails of dwarf and bullywug alike. We left off with three live bullywugs coming out of Woestone Hall and heading menacingly toward our heroes. The quest for the Numos Harp continues. So let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Okay, so Biggle, Matthias, 
you're standing on the top floor of this tower with Judas looking out through this doorway out across this ridge that spans the ravine and the afternoon sun illuminating this gory scene stretched out on this bridge of these mashed bodies of dwarves and bullywugs, just entrails, viscera, and blood and gore. It's just like a, it's like a huge bowl of chili got dumped all over the <laughs> Wendy's Sorry, chili. chili. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, you know, when you mm. throw a bowl of chili yeah. like, down a hallway. I've done that. <laughs> You've done that. Have you ever been on a bridge and just had the desire Ooh, to throw us. a bowl of chili to see what happens? <laughs> uh, with the occasional bearded face and frog eye and weapons scattered about on the bridge as well. <laughs> Bearded face? Yeah. Oh, dwarf, man. <laughs> Sounds like Saturday night. Yeah, and you see these three bullywugs that are coming out of the open door on the far side of the bridge. Yeah, what do you do? I feel like we should see how this plays out. Yeah. Oh, Just, I'd... you know, for, for science. Definitely science. We're going to science the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're just going to stand there and watch them come toward you? Yeah. Okay. If nothing happens by the time they get to the center of the bridge, I want you to pull that lever. Oh, absolutely. This is exactly what I was thinking. And whatever happens, I want you to let me watch the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Judas. <laughs> Judas says, uh, but uh, there's... There's three of them coming out. I mean, that's where we're supposed to go. Okay, I have a better plan. Where we're supposed to Judas, go there. Judas, why don't you man the lever, and uh, Biggle and I will watch this carnage. Okay, so the the, the lever's down now, and it, it, it says it's in Yes, the, do not look at what's happening on the bridge. We'll tell you off. to raise. It says or, it's in, off in Dwarvish right here. Well, what else does it say in Dwarvish? It says off right next to it. No, what else does it say? There are the words <laughs> oh, on the stone. What does it say? Oh, the, uh, the top part says on. So were you just going to leave it off the whole time and not tell us? I don't know. You just told me I'm supposed to d d wait for you to tell me. Because right now it's an off, apparently. Uh, me knowing how to read Dwarvish, which I learned when I was at seminary. Like, How come you didn't tell us that you spoke Dwarvish? From the very beginning, when we were talking about this in the office back home. Well, I just assumed that everyone, I assumed you all could do that. Hold on, let me see. Humble what, uh, brag. <laughs> in the seminary school. How's these bully vogues? Um, was that, what, about three quarters of the way? As you all kind of Three Stooges style poke your heads around the edge of the door frame looking out over the tower, you see that there's, these three bullywugs are moving very tentatively. Two of them have spears, and one of them has a shield that looks like a dwarven mage shield, and has a necklace of tiny skulls around its neck. Um, may maybe like rat skulls or squirrel skulls, some sort of rodent skulls. It looks like he made it on his own. You're not close enough to know. <laughs> But, but it's, it not, be, it's not like something that they found in the, you know, dwarven hall. Or likely not. Like that. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is not fine dwarven craftsmanship. And this is bullywug craftsmanship. Not quite the same. <laughs> it's like owl pellets on a string. <laughs> <laughs> so they are, you can hear kind of reverberating across the ravine and down the stretch of the bridge. You can kind of hear kind of talking to each other. 
and the two in front with the spears keep looking back at the one with the shield real tentatively. And as they get closer to where the first statue is, they kind of stop and... Look up, and the one with the shields... So the two kind of step a little closer. They walk past the statue, and... <laughs> and then they all start charging down toward you. I want to turn around and lean over the stairs and yell to them below. Okay. I'm like, you guys better hurry up. Something crazy is about to happen. Okay, so meanwhile, downstairs, Dodge, Yon Yon, and Alok. I want the three of you, as you're catching your breath from this encounter and catching your breath from just the tension here, I want you all to give me insight rolls. That's a 20. A dirty 20 or a nat 20? It's a dirty one. Okay. It's not uh, that dirty. I rolled a nine. Okay. It's a big 10, daddy. All right. <laughs> I don't know how to justify this narratively. <laughs> but alok alok you you basically have the thought that's weird that these creatures knew common language you remember when you were fighting them at the crown stone that they said a few words in common to you all specifically they had said idiot and cool cool yeah i just chalked that up with like Bird brain stuff, <laughs> like just repeating what they hear. I mean, so MTV, the dwarves that live in that area, brain. they speak <laughs> like that. That's itself. what you're trying to say. <laughs> so, is this hitting me like as we're nearing the top? As no, we this is this is just like wake this is up before and... Biggle yells down. For you. Okay, so I imagine we had just taken a rest, kind of just looking out through the grate down below mm -hmm. at the road that we just came up. Yeah, and the the ones that had chased you had had long since retreated. And I'm thinking about the encounter, and I turn over to Dodge and Yan Yan, and I say, "You know, you remember those guys that we that we just fought? <laughs> Do you, you remember those? <laughs> Do you mean from like two minutes ago? Yeah, those ones. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> didn't you think it was like kind of weird that they knew some some common? What? Remember they were like." <laughs> Cool, cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. They weren't they also speaking a different language. I, I didn't know that one, but <laughs> they knew too, right? I'm having a difficult time understanding what you're trying uh, to grasp at. <laughs> that makes two of us, bub. Well, I, I don't know. I just I can only speak. Well, I guess I can speak orc and common, but I don't know. They didn't. I don't know. I just. Kind of weird. As he says this, Yon Yon, you would know that Bullywugs, they keep to themselves and they don't typically speak common. Right. Yon Yon's just being an asshole. Sure. Go <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just telling you that Yon Yon yeah. knows, he at the very least knows what Alok's alluding to. Right. Um, and it's at that moment that you hear Biggle yell down like, you better get up here. We're about to see some crazy shit. I'll go running up the stairs. 
Okay. Yeah, I charge. Yeah, I'd love to see some crazy shit right now. It might cheer me up a little bit. Okay. Very shortly after you yell that, Biggle, immediately you can hear the pounding footsteps of your compatriots coming up the ramp, spiraling up to the floor where you all are. As I kind of hear them coming up, I'm just going to say, I don't know how this works, but I would advise to not go out onto the bridge. Just stay, just stay where you can see. Trust me. Okay, um, on this side of the bridge. No, on the other one. Go run over there. I'm just asking. No, that is the exact opposite of what we want you to do. We want you to stand right here stand in, the, right in here. the tower, and then we need you to look at the bollywogs that are running across Bollywogs? The bridge. Yes, no, do not. That, we said specifically do not run across because we knew you would want to run. We understand. This is just this is what you do. This is the airlock way. I am athletic. You're very athletic. <laughs> As you're saying that, Matthias, a spear clatters on the side of the doorframe leading into the room that you guys are. And you see that these things are getting closer. Oh, yes, we should pull that lever, yeah? What lever? Judas? So on, then? Yes, says, on. Okay. <sighs> and he pushes the lever back up to where it was when you guys first got here. And you hear the crunk, 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 turning this loud stone-on-stone grinding sound. It kind of reminds you of when the staircase at Thornrose Tower revealed itself. Stone grinding on stone, mechanisms moving somewhere. And you all see the Bullywugs completely stop. Their big yellow eyes get somehow even bigger. And the two with the spears look up and back and forth at the statues surrounding them now. They're in the middle of this bridge, and the one with the shield pushes past, and he kind of SWAT team style hunches behind this shield and comes running toward you. Everyone give me perception roll. What'd you get? I rolled a 20. Okay. 16. 17. All right. Yon Yon, you're the only one that hears it before it happens as this shield-bearing bullywug comes charging toward you all. You hear a faint click. The rest of you just watch as this statue of a dwarven miner holding a giant hammer swings the hammer, just knocks the head off this bullywug, and it comes spinning, shooting blood out of its neck, arcing spray, and comes flying into the room where you Like angry birds. And bam! (laughs) Smacks into the far wall. His body is just standing there for a second, like a fucking sparkler shooting blood up into the air before it topples over onto this dwarven shield. This was awesome. Did anybody count how many steps he took before he (laughs) fell? (laughs) And the other two just immediately turn tail. You watch as one of them gets smacked by a shovel-wielding statue and literally, with a Wilhelm scream, goes flying off the bridge and into the ravine. And then the other one walks past a pickaxe-wielding statue that just creates an entire indentation from head all the way down. Like, just in, <sighs> implodes this bullywug 
down onto the bridge. I'm just thinking about chili. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say this, I just imagine like throwing a can of chili on the floor. And then the statues return to their statuesque stance. It's not statuesque. It is statue. They return <laughs> to being looking like inanimate statues. As all statues. I can't. They return to being statues. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, let me say thank you. Uh, for making sure that we were all here to witness that. Uh, yeah, thanks for stopping me. Yeah, I could say well, that. Uh, that really improved my mood quite a bit. It was very therapeutic for me as well. Uh, matter of fact, I have an idea. This uh, here switch seems to. Is that is that what you guys would lead me to believe? Oh yeah, that it uh, Judas. Can you, uh, Judas? Can you turn that switch off? I don't want to have any. Yeah, what happened? I didn't see it. I was standing here by the switch. Good job. Yes. No. Please, Judas, put it in the down. So off? Is, yes, <laughs> off. We okay. don't want to have any whoopsies that could cause some uh, some head crushing. Yeah, why don't you put it in the off and uh, why don't y'all just wait here, Mom? I'll be right back. So he flips it down into off, and you hear the grinding sound of stony gears deep in the bowels of this place. Yeah, I'm going to run down the bridge. Okay, yeah. You all watch as Dodge inexplicably goes running across the bridge the setting sun casting long shadows down the stretch of the bridge so Pickle was that more satisfying or exactly as satisfying as you expected that <laughs> <laughs> well you know I thought for a while that it was going to be extremely satisfying from a point of view of the gore mm, but then yes. I realized this is an incredible feat of technology. Oh, absolutely. This is right up your alley. And I or bridge, if you will. And I can't wait to meet its inventor. Oh, I believe they are very dead. But <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed well, watching that. Yeah. They might be very dead, but history remains. Oh, this is true, yes. I, I was partial to the, the impalement by Pick. Uh, that was a good finishing touch. That was a touch. pretty good yeah, one. No, that, that was a was pretty good, good one. I also really enjoyed the shovel. Oh, that was just that's a, a very nice touch. It's very classy. <laughs> you see that the hammer. You would assume that the dwarves would only want to do the hammer over and over and over again. They're obsessed <laughs> with hammers. But this shovel was very creative. I, also I want to enjoyed that the hammer uh, didn't just smash him into the ground, but really turned him into like a frog catapult. I liked oh, that. a croquet ball. A croquet ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like his neck was like the T and his head was the ball, you know, like in golf. <laughs> now, we should we should also keep an eye on this because this could be a very easy way for us to exit. Now, I don't understand what the landing would look like, but we could get out of here very quickly. Do you think that there's a switch on the other side? Like we could turn it on when we get over there? I mean, we could go up there and stand on the hammer, and I could mage hand, and it could turn it on, and they could just swing us away. What? Why would you want to mm. get swung away? <laughs> <laughs> he was talking I mean, about using it as an escape route. Yeah, so uh, there is, as I'd mentioned before, um, uh, last session, we, there, there is an open air hatch in the roof of this top room where you could get up onto the, essentially the top of the tower and look out over the outside world. While you all are having this conversation, Dodge, how, how are you running across this bridge? Are you running with confidence? In... Uh, I'm 
semi-confident like i'm mainly running because i don't want to be on this bridge for very long Mm -hmm. like i don't think i'm gonna get destroyed but i also don't want to spend a lot of time here yeah so as you're running across with the exception of the three newest or the two newest corpses one of them one of these three got thrown into the ravine all these old splattered bodies you can hear the buzzing of flies as you run past these corpses and at certain points your feet are sticky in blood on the stone and you get closer and closer to these double doors that are ajar that lead into the Woestone stronghold there is just a darkness emanating from there what are they made out of the doors are iron is there some kind of like a is there any debris or like a big rock i can pick up no. Okay. Uh, well, there there are weapons. You could you could maybe find like a dwarven weapon. No, that's all right. I'll just take my dagger out and okay. um, I'm gonna peek inside. Okay. So as you peek inside, you can almost hear the cavernous nature of this main room, and there is there are a few things that immediately uh, that you immediately notice. One is that there have been Carved into the western-facing wall, which is the direction you just came from, carved into the western-facing wall of this main room are a bunch of small square holes that look like they were intentionally carved in to let the afternoon sunlight cascade through. So it has all these square-shaped beams of sunlight shooting across the dusty cavern of this room. And they're kind of creating this patchwork of sunlight on the far wall. So that is kind of dimly illuminating the room. In the center of this large room is a giant water cistern that is raised up from the floor, like a big stone well. And it has a very geometric-looking motif carved around its edge. And there are some curved stone benches surrounding it. It looks like maybe this was kind of a, you almost get like a Central Park kind of vibe from it, but for dwarves who like mountains and stone. Immediately to your right as you peek in is what looks like a smaller room that you would conclude is a guardhouse because it has arrow slits in its walls. And those slits are covered with wood on the inside. So some whoever was in there dropped coverings on those slits so nothing can see in. On the far wall, in the back right corner as you look in, there is a huge wagon cart, like a, like a trailer, that has been tipped over on its side. Two of its wheels are facing up at the ceiling, and the axle is just kind of dangling down onto the stone floor. And there is just a massive pile of sand and gravel and varyingly sized small stones spilled out. I, this is just a huge pile of debris. And go ahead and give me a perception roll to see. Those things are readily noticeable. See what else you might notice as you peek in. That is a big 17. All right. So uh, also you would, you would notice all the way off to your left, as you look in the room, is uh, a little hallway. And uh, about a 10-foot wide hallway that goes off somewhere you can't see where from your angle. 
But you hear shuffling coming from this guard room. And it's very faint. It's not like something's constantly moving around in there. Just every now and then you're, you just hear the, the kind of... Something is, or someone is in there moving very quietly. You also see as the sun is continuing to set and these, these beams of light are shooting into the room, one of them very, very briefly catches the glint of something metal in this spilled over wagon of stones. And lastly, you see coming from the center water cistern, wet footprints toward where you are currently standing. Going. And they are getting thinner and thinner and more dried out as they get closer to the front door. And they look very fresh. I'm going to uh I'm going to just take my dagger out and just bang as loud as I can on the door and I'm going to just scream into this open doorway. <laughs> hey, somebody get out here and help me. There's a bunch of ugly ass bullywogs trying to kick my ass. So you're banging on the front iron doors. Yeah. Just making as big of a ruckus as I can. Okay. You hear immediately a slamming and pounding sound coming from this guard room immediately to your right. And in the hallway off to your left, you hear a... (laughs) Somebody is rattling a door. And somewhere else, you can't tell where, you hear a similar rattling sound. So you're just hearing a bang! Just a raucous fucking noise artist levels of pounding and shaking in here. And it's all echoing in this empty hall. The the ceiling of this room is about 30 feet high. This is a big, huge rectangular room. Uh, this guard room, does it have like a lock on the door? Uh, you don't see a door just standing in the entryway of the of this stronghold. You would have to go further in if you wanted to investigate that. The rest of you all watch as Dodge pokes his head in, and, and you're, you're like, okay, yeah, he's doing his little sneaky thing. And then all of a sudden you watch with a mix of emotions as he takes out his dagger and pounds on these front doors of this estate and starts yelling. What do you think his plan was? That is nearly impossible to try and divide. <laughs> <laughs> I think that our best uh, course of action is to turn the defenses back on again, because if there are bullywogs that are attacking him, Better hymns than us? No, 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 no. We should. What should we do? No, I just wanted to see someone fly. I'm just going to start walking <laughs> over over the bridge towards uh, towards the hall. Okay. Do you guys want to come or a lock? I don't know. I mean, he said to wait here, but I mean, I'm not going to stay here with Judas. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna stay here either. I think. I, I, so you're I coming? Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's where, it's where we're supposed to go, right? It I mean, is we, where we're, we're supposed we can, to go. We, or we could stay here. I. But I think. I think it'd be better to go inside. You know. Is there any way for us to remove the the mechanism, like the arm from the, the uh, lever? Do you see that, Judas? Is there any way? Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Just give it a try. <laughs> just a turn. A quick turn. Uh, he says, "No, it looks it." He kind of messes with it a little bit and pokes his finger in there. 
That's not how they work. Yeah, no. Dude, the poking the finger does not help. With and he says, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you heard earlier when I told you I went to seminary. I'm not like, you know, I'm not, I'm not Biggle. I can't, you know, make stuff like with. No, it's, it's stuck in there. I, Judas, I, I did, I, I did really good and it's stuck in there. Judas, I, you're not going to pull, pull it out, man. I want very much to like you. And be your friend. I, yeah, that's great. You I are making you like this very, very difficult. So <laughs> let's just walk across this bridge and go see what is happening. Yeah, this and dodge. we'll go without this handle because it's stuck here. There's no way it's coming out. Well, I'm not <laughs> walking across. I'm running across. If you're worried, I don't think the Bullywogs can read Dwarvish. Yes, but I do have arms. And all you need is an arm to push the lever. <laughs> You did shut the door down at the base of the tower. Never mind. We <laughs> shut the door. We're fine. Um, yeah, so the, the rest of you are coming across. While Dodge, you are standing in the entryway. Do you want to go further in? No, I'm going to... I. This is too weird. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to consult management. <laughs> okay. I like so, where yeah. your head was at, but I think the last part was poorly executed. <laughs> As you guys get closer... Um, you hear the same sounds that Dodge kind of instigated, these banging and clattering sounds, but they're starting to wane as time goes by. But you definitely hear them as you get closer. Eventually, all of you kind of congregate at the end of the bridge, at the doors leading in, and you hear the last remnants of clattering, and then you just hear a dong, 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 coming from this guardhouse immediately inside the door. Now, look, I hate to be, you know, I don't mean for this to be the first thing I go to every time, but uh, there's a decent chance this place is haunted. It sounds like to me like something is trying to get out. What? There's don't no, be I think silly. no ghost here. No, this right? seems like hey, a, why like don't a, you go on in there and check it, big fella? Don't get them all riled up again. No, this sounds like the opposite of, of a haunting. Usually a haunting is the body is gone, but the spirit is still there. This sounds a little more like the body is still here doing things, but the spirit has been gone for quite some time. What he said. I can't believe that you guys believe in ghosts. Man, what Judas the hell <laughs> are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, right? I know. Oh, Do Judas? you agree with Judas? 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 That's all I have shut. to say. I assure all of you that ghosts are definitely real. Well, maybe Judas, yeah. Judas you know is... what these things are, right? The, the bodies, it's an animate, but they have no soul. All right. What? <clears throat> no, all I right. didn't get that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's some people in there locked up, sounds like, here and there throughout the tower or whatever oh, good. this is. Oh, good. That's fine. As you say that, Dodge, you all hear a <laughs> and a <laughs> like the sound of wood splintering. And you look off to the left, Dodge, where this hallway is, and you see four dwarves walking slowly out the hallway in the dark, dim light. And they have their heads down, shambling their way out. Yeah, I want to make Important. a perception check on yeah. those dwarves. Sure, yeah, go ahead and give me perception rolls. 18. Okay. 16. I rolled a 17. Okay. 18, 17, 16. So, Alok, Yon Yon, and Matthias. Something is not right about these dwarves. You can't make out their faces in the shadows you can't really make out what's happening but as they come shambling out one of them looks toward you all 
and again, his face is kind of cast in shadow. He begins to move very quickly towards you, and as he does... Uh, Alok, Alok, uh, uh, pull out the... Pull out the tankard. Pull out the tankard. Okay. Um. Um. Okay. Um. Uh, here. Uh. Here it is. Um. Hold. Uh, hold it out. Uh, hold it. Hold it okay. out. Uh, well, no, I am holding Ju- it. Judas. Ju- Judas. Say something. No, like you know the language. <laughs> say a word. Judas. Greetings. Uh, sorry, that was common. <laughs> that was common. We all understood it. <laughs> and as you are standing there, yon yon, you see as this dwarf comes moving, and the other dwarves like following a bird yeah, in the yeah. sky, following the lead bird, start following him. And you watch as he steps into one of these beams of light and you see his face is completely sunken in and decayed around his dwarven skull and bits of flesh are falling off and his teeth have sharpened and his gums and lips are peeling away and hair is glorious still (laughs) and he raises beard perfectly intact he raises up two hands that have grown just gnarly long claws and and the other ones and then you hear the banging again coming from the guardhouse and you hear rattling coming from the other end of the hall and they all come running towards you or moving towards you very quickly they don't seem to be able to run, but it's time to, I'll let you do your action, and then we'll roll initiative. It's going to get real slippy up in here, boys. Hey everybody, Blake here. I uh, just wanted to jump in real quick to say that this whiskey I'm drinking is absolutely delicious. And uh, also, um, I did I did want to take uh, not even not even just a peek, but a really a really good dig deep dive behind the uh, behind the DM screen here real quick. Um, I'm going to tell you guys something that I'm about to tell the players, which is that yes, these are these are zombie dwarfs. Uh, absolutely, you already guessed that. I'm sure. Um, and I'm about to tell the players, but, uh, the reason I'm telling y'all is because I think this is going to be kind of fun, uh, to, to hear how this plays out, but basically, uh, the zombies in the monster manual are whatever they are, but, uh, these are a little different. Um, these are my own creation. And what I tried to do was get this, uh, really grab onto the idea of the headshot and try and figure out a way to do that mechanically. And, uh, without getting too much into the, the, uh, the nitty gritty of it, um, basically what I, what I did was I gave the, the whole body of the zombie dwarf one armor class. So if the players roll above um, a certain number, they hit the zombie just anywhere on the arm, leg, torso. But if they roll above a 17, I think it was a 17, might have been an 18. But if they roll high enough, they hit it right in the head. And if you hit it right in the head, that head itself only has a certain amount of hit points, a very small amount of hit points. The zombie as a whole has much more hit points. So I don't know if that makes any sense. Basically, the idea is if they roll high enough on their attack, they're going to hit the zombie right in the head and have a much higher chance of insta-killing it. Um, So hopefully that enhances your listening experience moving forward as you listen to this fight with these zombies because uh, uh, I I just think it's interesting to to hear how these mechanics 
inform actual gameplay. And now that you're seeing kind of what the mechanic is, you can kind of hear how I how I uh, used it in the gameplay. So, yeah. Um, if that was really boring and super confusing, uh, I, I blame the whiskey that I'm drinking. So, and not myself by, by no means. Uh, all right, let's get back down to the basement, sit at the table and roll some more dice. Okay, so everyone roll initiative. While you're doing that, yawn yawn. I cast you grease. had ready to spell. You're casting grease? Yeah. That seems good in this situation. Yes, sir. All right, so I'm gonna get your initiative rolls, Dodge. One. Ooh. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Awesome. Ride the wave. Biggle. Eleven. Yawn yawn. That's always happened with you. I rolled a fourteen. A lock. That's a four. Ooh. Matthias. 17. Yowzers. And let's roll for Dwarvy Boys. Oh, wowzers. Okay. I'm standing behind Alok, just so that's clear. So, Yon Yon, you fire off this readied spell. Our good friend, Grease. Appears uh, underneath our old familiar friend. <laughs> our old familiar friend. That classic spell. Mm-hmm. Magical grease appears on the stone floor underneath these odd-looking dwarves. We'll just we'll call them what they are. They're zombie dwarves. They are zombies. <laughs> underneath these zombie dwarves, and they each have to make a deck save. Yep. They have to beat a thirteen. Well, they have a minus two to decks. Yes. Two of them make it, and two of them fail. So two of them tumble over in this grease. And the other two, the closest to you, continue to move forward. And now it is your turn, Matthias. What would you like to do? Matthias would very much like to set this grease on fire uh, using Druidcraft. Okay. Great. The grease shimmers up and these dwarves start rolling around. (laughs) So fire. Now that the fire goes up, (laughs) is the room uh, significantly better lit? Yes. Okay. Ah, some good Kindle. <laughs> mm. I, I believe that we can see a little bit better now. Uh, I am going to make my way towards the exit, uh, just, you know, for safety. I'll walk back toward the door. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're basically in the entryway. Oh, great, yeah, so I stay there. Yep. Okay, great. Yon yon. You fired off your grease. Matthias comboed with you. <laughs> Lit up these two dwarves. <laughs> They're rolling around. And now you hear more banging and slamming more rattling echoing mm-hmm. off to your right and there's a slamming coming from in this little guard booth can i see does the guard booth look like it has like a door of any kind or anything like pulley or it does have a door but you would have to kind of get further into the room to see where that door is i'm gonna cast unseen servant and i'm gonna go tell him to open that door like from where that sound is coming from okay and then I'm going to use my start using my movement to like start stepping back. So you hear the rattling sound of gunk, 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 as your unseen servant tugs on a door that is locked from the inside. Rad. Biggle. 
Two of these zombie dwarves are rolling around in this greasy fire trying to get up, but the other two are closing in on you all very quickly. Or not very quickly, but <laughs> terrifyingly quickly walking. enough. Yeah. I want to just back out of the way behind everybody, out of the room, entirely back towards the hallway. So you're going to go back onto the bridge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my whole movement, I want to just like backpedal slowly walking back. Okay. Uh, and I want to ready an action. And, and that action is going to be magic missile. And it is going to be if these guys come out of the doorway. Okay. So you're going to back out kind of your movement yeah. speed back out on the bridge. Just give me a quick dex roll as you walk backwards. Do an obstacle laden. That's a one. Okay. Yeah. You step onto something squishy and tip over you fall beneath one of these statues just into the viscera yeah god damn it <laughs> and flies are buzzing around you alock i'm so fucking gross already <laughs> yeah and now now you're prone at the base in chili yeah oh god real quick where is judas at judas in relation to I, me sorry should roll for judas Keep forgetting him. Don't we all remember him? He is. He's. You. You guys are all kind of clumped together in this entryway. Okay. And Biggle is the only one that's kind of extricated himself from the situation by walking backwards. And it looks like Judas is getting ready to. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! What is? What are those? And looks like he's getting ready to kind of take a cue from anybody, but wants to maybe run as well. I fumbled around, finally holding the tankard yeah. uh, in my hand, and uh, as they get closer, and now they're on fire, I, I, I'm reaching for my hilt uh, of my longsword, and I'm also holding this tankard and looking behind me and backing up slow and just saying, Judas, you got them, right? You can, you can handle that, right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no! <laughs> They're going to kill us, man. They're going to kill us all, man. It's it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Uh um uh uh mm, uh um and I pull my sword out and uh sword in one hand, tankard in the other. Tankard in the other. I'm kind of like trying to shuffle behind Judas. <laughs> <laughs> so the meat shield is using the NPC as a meat shield. Got it. He's the volunteer here. All right. Fantastic. It is his turn and he shuffles around behind you and then runs down the bridge. Oh, he's fast. And he stops and he, he stops where you are, Biggle, and helps pick you up. Thank you. And now it is the zombie dwarves turn. The two that are in the grease are going to stand up. That's half their movement and they're also going to take some fire damage. Uh, Matthias, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Mm. Uh, five. Woo! Combo. Two piece and a biscuit pop, on pop. the one. They get out of the greasy fire and start moving towards you, and you can see bits of their decaying flesh burning away and just falling in these burning chunks down onto the ground. They extend these clawed hands, but the other two that are even closer come walking toward you, Yon Yon. And what is unfortunate for you is they have advantage on this attack because they have pack tactics as they close in on you. 
extend their claws and grab into you. I embrace them with arms wide open. With arms wide open. As one of them tries to kind of bear hug you, you dodge out of the way. Oh my God, I rolled a two and a three and then a four and a five. Yeah. You pirouette and dance out of the way. Then they get blasted by a magic I'm, I'm nimbly, man. <laughs> and Dodge, it is your turn. Nobody get blasted by magic, magic missile. missile. No oh. fucking dwarf gonna get me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Right. They walk out. He helped him up. They're all lined up. Uh, they're just right at the entryway. Yeah. Okay. Well. No. And no, no. As, I, Judas, I as Judas helps you up, as they walk, if they walk out the front door. No, they're not. They're they're okay. still. Everyone's still inside. Got it. Yeah. So Judas helps you up. You're not quite ready to blast me yet. So Dodge. I'm gonna take off. I'm hightailing it. Where are you I'm just going? gonna blow right past Jupus and Biggle and head back down towards the uh, guard tower. Okay, great. So yeah, this this bridge is it spans about a hundred feet. I'm taking the dash action. Uh, yeah, you get your your speed's thirty feet. Take the dash action. You can get sixty feet. Two thirds of the way. Yeah. Maybe half the way if we were in the doorway. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. At that point. Yon-Yon, Alok, and Matthias, you hear the slamming coming from in the guard tower. You hear all of a sudden a... and a, the grinding sound of stony gears. No. Whatever was in this guard room, somehow, it sounds like, activated the statues on the bridge. Dodge, get back here! Dodge, the bridge! The bridge! Dodge, you hear this too. Uh, I'm just gonna push it. 100%. I'm already halfway. Okay. I'm not turning around. Like, I'm not gonna change my momentum. Like, I'm just gonna... I hear that, and I'm just like, all right, time, time to find, like, the next gear. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Matthias, what would you like to do? Dude, inspiration. No, seriously, yeah, like, inspiration. take inspiration for that. Like, dear God, you're gonna need it. I don't see this going well for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but pretty it's gonna be a great. It's gonna be great if it does. So I assume Yayan is, is like right next to me, and there's yeah. the two that are right on yeah. him, and there's two more that are like yeah. how far away? Ten feet away. Okay. In closing, like it's it's happening. They are gonna get to you. I am going to go behind Yanyan, and I'm gonna throw my arm around his torso, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave in the direction of the four. Nice. So they all make constitution they saves? They all make con saves. So this loud, thunderous boom. In the direction of the grease, like toward the grease if I can. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. That's the way they yeah. were coming. Yeah. yeah. But this loud, thunderous crack echoes to the point where it makes your ears ring, Yong Yon and Alok being in this room still. Just this huge boom echoes in this room. And these four... What's the spell save DC on that? 13. The one in front that was right on Yon Yon goes flying 15 feet back. Yep. Lands in the grease and somehow skids on his zombie feet, zombie dwarf feet in the grease. The other three all made their save. Oh. Dwarves got constitution. They're still going to take damage. Uh, yeah, I think so it's a D8, right? Uh, I think it's 2D8. 2d8, yes. Six. Six. Twelve. So six for those that made it. 
12 for the one that didn't. All right, so, yeah, you see bits of their decaying flesh just gets knocked off their skeletal structure. And the one that you blasted, the one that was right in front that went flying, one of his arms just cracks off of its corpse body and goes flying across the room. Yon yon. So Matthias like pulled us away from these guys basically. He just kind of wrapped himself around you, but this right. other one still two there were two that were attacking you. One of them got completely blown away from you, but the other one just kind of reeled back a little bit and now it's it's trying to reach back at you. Um I'm just going to cast Toll of the Dead at the one that's reaching at me. Okay. So it makes a wisdom save? Uh yes. Fails. Cool. D12. So what happens narratively? So yeah, basically like his third eye is awoken and he sees like Yon-Yon's third eye. No, no, no. The the zombie dwarf's the zombie third dwarf. eye. Yeah. <laughs> He's so enlightened all of a sudden. Yeah, and he sees death basically coming for him. It's like his it's, you know, death's at his door and he's, you know. Oh, death's at his door. Yes, sir. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, friend. <laughs> Going to be six damage. All right. And then I would like to six use... what necrotic damage? I uh, believe so. Yes. All right. Yeah, you see more bits of his flesh drop away. You can see his actual skeletal bone and his like his cheekbones. And that's my turn. All right, Biggle, you're standing there with Judas. You guys heard these gears go, and he looks up at the statue as he's kind of helping you up. We're like pretty close to the en- edge of the bridge, right? Yeah, you're pretty close to the entrance. What is that area like? Like, is there a bunch of room to walk? No, it's it's just a not below the bridge. Yeah, is yeah, that what yeah. you're asking? Well, like below the bridge, isn't there like a waterway or something, or is it just a big? No, cavern? it's a huge deep ravine. <laughs> oh, I see. Like okay. this this bridge goes right into the mountainside, and then right along hall or castle or whatever there's a walkway along so there's room for us to stand there correct like the length of this building no there's nothing that spans the length of the building it's literally the mountain face it's carved into the mountain face shit okay so there's like nowhere to go that's correct okay uh so i look at judas well pal uh this is it we gotta go in there you mean, what, what do you mean? I, we can't move. We, 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 literally, if we move, we'll just go flying in the ravine or, you know, like, I'll get a spike down my head or, you know, get shoveled away and golf So again. you're just going to stand here forever? Yeah, forever. This is my new home now. <laughs> All right, man. See ya. <laughs> and I'm going to just try to get to the other side of, or to the end of this bridge and uh, run back towards these dudes. Back to the entrance uh-huh. of the stronghold. And you had not backed out that far. You're basically underneath the closest statue to the... Uh, and I'm going to cast shield on myself, and I'm going to go back. Okay. Give me a dexterity saving throw. As a statued hammer Fucker. comes swinging toward you. I'm going to use my inspiration. Don't take any of his dice, dude. <laughs> They're cursed. <laughs> Okay, that's going to be a 13. Boy, howdy. Howdy. (laughs) That was just enough. 
You feel the wind across your bald scalp as this hammer swings toward you and you duck down. Your little gnome body is just short enough that this hammer just grazes across your your liver-spotted bald head. And you, yeah, you dive toward safety. That's your movement. Is there anything you would like to do as you get close? Uh, I, I cast shield on myself. Okay. It's Judas's turn. <laughs> Where's his deck save? <laughs> <laughs> he sees that hammer swing, and he looks back the other way toward you, Dodge, and he's paralyzed with fear. He doesn't know what to do. Alok. At this point, if I haven't yet, I'm going to back all the way out through the doorway. Okay. Now you're right there by Biggle. Yeah, I'm right by Biggle, but like far enough away from the statues. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to hand Biggle the tankard. And I'm going to pull my sword out, mm-hmm. and I'll say, Get behind me, boss. They're not getting past me. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to make an attack on anything? Um, you can see your other boss is being attacked by a zombie <clears throat> dwarf. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I know it was a pretty sweet catchphrase, but um, be about it, Doc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um I'll say that to Biggle, and then I'm going to I'm going to make a mad dash for the zombie dwarf attacking Yanyan. Okay, great. And I'm going to swing my longsword at it. Yeah, and there are two more that are closing in as well, and one more that got blown back into the flaming grease by Matthias's Thunderwave. You're going to swing your longsword at it? Yeah. All right, go ahead and make an attack roll. Keep it on Third the table. Third time's a try. <laughs> Yes, third time is a third try. Third time is a try. That's true. <laughs> Not wrong. That's going in the, the, the first um, time. The book of phrases. That's I an 18. I hear that in the Aox voice. 18. Yeah. Third time's a try. <laughs> third time's a try. I can't do Aox. No. You say all this stuff to Bill. Get behind me. They're not getting past me. And then you run up to where your other boss is getting attacked by this thing. And you come lunging with your sword. And you plummet it into its forehead. It just squishes in like, like a spoon into some chili. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like a like a sharp knife into a tomato. Okay. Starting chili. Mm. And free chili. There's almost like a burst of of weird ethereal air that comes out some of essence. this thing. Okay. As it slides backward off your blade and falls completely dead. That was easy. <laughs> I don't know why I was so scared. <laughs> um, yeah, you're pretty good at killing things. But there are two more closing in, and they are both going to attack you. Okay. Don't know why I was so scared. One of them rakes its claws into you. No, dude, you're going to become a Zambino. For a mere two damage. Okay. But I need you to give me a strength saving throw as he does that. Uh, that is a 18. Okay, great. It seemed like he was trying to grab you. Ew, and don't touch is, me. This is reinforced <laughs> by the fact that the other one rakes its claws into you as well for another three damage and also tries to grab you. So give me another strength saving throw. That's a nat 20. Wow. Jiu-jitsu him. <laughs> Full on Gracie. Can jiu-jitsu. I do this? Can yeah. I use his momentum and throw him into... The bridge area. No. 
<laughs> that's kind of far from where we. Okay. Can I use this one and throw I imagine like these guys are getting feet. skinnier by the second. What if we do like Just a whip? You know, guys... like a whip, like pro wrestling style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So throw them like, against the ropes. Kind of like you know? running yeah. that way. No, you need to have a whip equipped to do that. You know. Because so, like gosh. if you whip somebody and there's not ropes, they'll, they'll just no, keep going yeah, that way forever. Yeah, forever. They can't they'll just keep it's running. More, it's more that they were actually grabbing you, but you're just strong enough to fight off that grapple. Cool. Dodge. You're running toward the other end of the bridge. Yeah. How many? End. How many dex checks am I gonna have to make? There to, are two to not statues. <laughs> there are two statues left. Real quick. So like this is obviously like bridge, and then you've got your. I assume there are some crenellations. Uh, not crenellations, just a, a decorative <laughs> stone railing okay. that lines both sides. And on, perched on that railing are the statues. So I'm going to... And there are three statues on one side and two on another. And you've already passed two of the three and one of the two, <laughs> if that makes sense. Okay. So there's one on your left and one on your right. So as soon as I hear those gears going, mm-hmm. I'm going to start... I'm going to like get a little pep in my step and then I'm actually going to leap onto the railing and run across that. Okay. So which railing are you leaping onto? Left or right? Whichever one has a statue that's farther away from me. That would be your left. So you do that and you pass handily the statue to your right. But then you come to this statue that is barring your way on this. How far is the statue from what I would assume to be safety? On like how, like if I were to jump it, how far would I have to go? You don't know. You don't know what stones. On how far this am bridge. I from the doorway? Oh, 15 feet. Yeah, I'm just gonna take a leap. Okay, so your running jump distance. God, we've covered this so many fucking times. <laughs> Your running jump <laughs> distance is equal to your strength score. That's pretty good, though. You've got an eight-foot long jump. So I'm going to do like a jump, like Superman style, off uh-huh. the thing, tuck and roll. Classic 80s movie, you know, yeah. elevators coming down. Tuck and roll and try to just like slide towards the doorway. Okay. Give me a dex save as your hands, which are starting the somersault, you feel the stone under your hands indent and you hear the click and you know what it means 16 oh yeah you feel the and the stone on stone smash sound as the pickaxe comes slamming down onto the bridge between your feet as you are stretched out superman style and beginning this somersault dope and i'm gonna run inside and uh, flip the switch okay great you all hear the crunk, 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 the grinding stone sound. Matthias, Alok just plunged his sword into the forehead of one of these zombies and yeah. killed it outright. And there's one still on him. There are two now that have closed in on him and one that you've thunderwaved away. And these two that are on him seem pretty focused on him. And it looks like the one that is far away wants to join his friends. He's trying to party. I am going to let go of Yon Yon, pull my shield. What was that about, by the way? Because the, the thunder wave, the cone keeping thing. You out of the, you. I didn't want to out of the cone of I the thunder wave. To, your con's probably not very good, and I figured you just get blown around. <laughs> and didn't want to, I mean, as fun as that would be. Um, probably got a plus six for con. Yeah. <laughs> He'd roll a 20 on it. 
I pull out the shield and then I pull out the plow handle and I shalala up and I'm going to actually run to the one that got tossed into the grease. Oh, nice. And I am going to wait and ready an attack for when it comes out of the grease. Okay, great. Yon yon. You see Alok, who just came to your aid, stabbed this zombie dwarf off of you, and now he's being swarmed by another two. And you also watch as Matias runs into the room with meaningful initiative to take care of this one that's further back. And you've heard these gears churn, so it sounds like somebody's flipped the lever again. So I can ascertain that everybody's safe. I'm just going to cast Toll of the Dead again on um, the one closest to me that's attacking Alok. Okay, one of the two attacking Alok. Mm-hmm. And what's the spell save, DC? 13. <sighs> Fails. Sweet. So, yep. your death toll rings out this in time the room. He, this time he sees Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. That's a one. All right. You know that you've done damage, but it's not perceptible. Mm-hmm. Biggle. Uh, I'm going to... Judas yells at you. He's like, did you hear Did you hear the gear? What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, forget about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've forgotten about Judas. Uh, I'm going to just move to where I can see through the door, and I'm going to cast Magic Missile at uh, the first zombie that I see. Okay, great. Dude, we're being a team right now, guys. Look at this. Sure. Mm, don't count yeah. on it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, Together, 3D4 plus team. three. Together, everyone accomplishes All at life. one? Yeah. All right. Uh, 14 damage. 14. Yeah, so two of these missiles, boom, boom, these little magical darts, just blam, blam, blast decaying chunks of flesh off this thing, and the other one, boom, right into its forehead and boom, caves it in, and it falls over. Tight. Chili everywhere. Gong, 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 gong. Uh, now I'm going to start walking gong, gong, back in towards, like, in, into the into room. Into the chamber. Okay, great. It's Judas's turn, and he watches you go in there, and he sees you do that, and he says, "Wait, d- 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 it, am I supposed to? What am I supposed to do? You What's gotta happening? live your own life, man." <laughs> <laughs> and he says, and he looks up at the statue, pulls out his dinky little sword, and comes. <laughs> Running in, and Alok, he tries to stab the last remaining zombie that is attacking you and fails miserably. How miserably? Uh, not enough to do damage to Alok, we'll say. That's, that's good. And Alok, it is your turn. You just watched as one of these two zombies just got <laughs> magically destroyed by Biggle, but this other one is still <laughs> clawing at you. What would you like to do? I'm going to attack it with my longsword as well. Yeah, get at it. That is a an eleven. That'll hit. Yeah, you funk, slam your sword, just wedge it right into his rib cage. For a five. Five damage. Yeah, you you watch his bits of bone and flesh get carved away, but he's still doesn't even doesn't even notice, doesn't even register. Good try, Judas. Thanks. And this zombie reels back and sinks its claws into you. I rolled a nat 20, sir. Yeah. That beats my armor. Uh, That is nine damage as it just rakes into your neck. Ah! And it reaches up 
I need you to give me an. I need you to give me another. <laughs> God. No, get there. Get it. Get in there, man. Get get in character. Get in the Fuck moment. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I need you to uh, give me another strength saving throw. Nat twenty. Woo! It's trying to pull your head down toward its inexplicably salivating, rotting, sharp tooth mouth. It's you know, it's scraggly beard surrounding it and you can feel the hot, rancid breath coming off this thing. As it breathes and pulls you toward it, but you and tear your neck out of its clawing hands. And Matthias, the one that was in the grease, is mm-hmm. going to move toward you Yep, to attack you. So go ahead and... I'm going to use my inspiration on that one. Not that dice. Uh, that's going to be 16. Yeah, that'll hit. You thunk, slam it right in his torso. For five damage. All right. And you knock away a bit of his flesh, and he reaches out to grab you, and you dodge his raking claws. Speaking of dodge. I'm just going to have a moment to myself here. (laughs) Uh... I feel like you do like a in zone, like, yeah, like just, wiggle, like, just like deep breath back against the wall. And I'm going to, I want to make my way back across the bridge, but I'm going to okay. crawl flat on my belly. Like army crawl? Yeah. All right. As you do, your face is down right in all this gore. And you're slowly passing these indented bodies and you can see that every single one of these bodies that you're passing died to these statues dwarves too yep hopefully not me though you feel like flipping the lever might have might have given you an advantage <laughs> to, yeah, to knowing make it that safely. it's off and then yeah. <laughs> getting down underneath and crawling through the guts made me just think you wanted to crawl through some guts somebody flipped the lever on me so I got to figure they can see what the fuck is going on on this bridge. And Matias, it is your turn. Yeah, I'm going to go at this guy again. Get him. Get him. Uh, that's going to be 19 or 20. Hits. Uh, that's going to be for nine. Yeah, you take the end of your staff and <laughs> bury it into his forehead. Yup, I do that. And his forehead caves in and falls over into the flaming grease. Can we just, like, attack straight for the forehead from now on? So, we'll, we'll get there in a second. We'll get there in a second. Yon, yon. So there's just one, there's just one of these guys left? Yeah, attacking A-lock. Okay, uh, I'm just going to hit him with the good old toll of death again. Okay. Make that check. Wisdom save? Yep. Makes it. Rolled a 17. Who's coming three. for him this time? Okay, I'm going to make my way. I'm going to use my movement to make my way over towards where the like, guard guard tower or guard like shed is or yeah where your unseen it, servant is still tang tang yeah, trying to open tang trying to push open this door and it, what is is the door made out of metal or yeah it's okay. an, it's another iron door but it's a smaller simple iron door okay that's it okay great and you can hear something in there moving around slamming around biggle uh everybody's dead where we are no there's one okay. zombie that zombie dwarf still attacking a lock my fists are gonna turn to stone. <laughs> Holy shit! What? Or I mean, I always say stone, but I mean iron. Okay. And I want to walk up to this guy. 
this one zombie, and I'm going to try to punch him straight in the head. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry, rewind. You fling out your arms? Yeah. Your iron fist? Your iron fisting? i got to remember what this thing is. Fist <laughs> of iron. <laughs> the flower is Double well trouble, man. I'm just trying to find the spell. Give me a second. I just love the idea of two two small characters just, like, punch fighting each other. Like, like, one tiny... for hands. Iron fist. When keeping it real goes wrong. You transform your naked hand to iron. Your unarmed attacks do 1d6 bludgeoning damage and are considered magical. And are considered magical. All right. Here we go. Make an attack roll. That's a 17. Minus (laughs) 1. 16. You punch him in the neck. Fucking Haruken his ass. And you carve out half the neck. So the head... This just kind of tilts over. But go ahead and roll damage. Uh, that's a one. <laughs> it's magical, Unnecessary though. neck. Unnecessary. Yeah, no, do magical I take a, do I take metal punch damage. Do I take a point of damage because I have minus one strength, or do I just not get a modifier to it? Uh, you, it can't be reduced to zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I just love this image of you like running like, I'm a badass. Dude, I need to meet and, bro and rad so I can get that plus one strength Coming juice. up right next to you, you hear, I'm living my own life. <laughs> and Judas <laughs> fails again. Swings and thunks his sword right oh, into yeah. the shoulder of this zombie guy. dwarf right next to you. He cuts into the other side of the neck and decapitates this thing. And the torso falls over. The head goes rolling. And you could still see the head is laying on the ground. Just kind of trying to wiggle itself. I want to kick it. It's actually your turn. Cool. Punt that head. I kick that head just down the bridge like as fast as I can. I just like (laughs) trap it. Like it lands at my feet. And I just holding my neck. I free kick it. Nope. Dodge, give me a dexterity save at disadvantage since you're prone, basically army crawling, as this <laughs> as this penalty kick dwarf zombie head comes flying at you. That's funny. That was an 18. Yeah. You raise up on your fingertips and your toe tips, and this <laughs> you watch as this zombie dwarf head goes Ugh. rolling underneath your body. So nasty. That's like yeah, a man, goal. you're in the zone. You're like on the ground in the zone. You like know what's yeah. coming. You just made yourself a human croquet wicket. Yeah. All right, we're out of initiative. Everyone give me a perception roll. 16. 13. A tan, a fucking tan. 16, Biggle. What, Yon-Yon, what did you get? Uh, seven. Uh, Dodge, you're still out on the bridge, so you wouldn't notice this. Biggle, you can still hear the banging coming from the guard room, and you can also hear the rattling coming from a hallway that is across the room. So when, when you walk into this room, there's basically this big giant water cistern in the center. And to the left is the hallway that all these zombie dwarves came out of, which you know from the map that Andrika drew for you is the feast hall. And to the right is another hallway that leads to the supply room, uh, which and then through that is the quarry. And so you can hear rattling coming from that supply room as well. And you see there are two bullywug spears that are haphazardly stuck through the handles of these doors. And as you're kind of taking this all in, you see in the hallway to your left, the feast hall, there are two figures in white shambling around in there. 
but you also see, for the briefest of moments, a rounded reptilian head peek up out of the water cistern ever so briefly and then silently dip back down. this week so uh they finally made it to woestone hall and instead of a nice warm reception from some friendly and amiable dwarves they are fighting zombie dwarves and trying to not be murdered by uh the security system of statues on a bridge this is buck wild uh what is even happening here in this in this dwarven estate and what do the bullywugs have to do with it and how do these dwarves become zombies and who is still alive here if anyone to find out going to have to tune in next week thanks so much for listening everyone and uh you know what thanks thanks for being with us every week we just we really appreciate it people uh, all over the country not just here in portland but up in seattle down in san francisco over in chicago uh in honolulu and even all over the world mozambique i'm looking at you yeah what's up and you too netherlands you guys you guys are buck wild crazy over there i hear uh, yeah, I mean, everyone really appreciate having you here with us every week. So uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, if you want to show your appreciation, you can uh, write a review for us. Uh, we, we love that. Uh, it makes our day to hear what people are thinking. Um, and you can reach out to us online. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and probably whatever cool new thing comes out that people are supposed to be on. You can find us uh, at Dice Boys Podcast. And we also have our website, diceboys.com that's boys with a z and also please uh, if you know somebody that you think might enjoy this podcast just let them know word of mouth i think has been the only way that uh, people have discovered our podcast so uh, and we, we want to share it with as many people as we can so uh, yeah help us out and tell a friend I want to say thank you to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off their album Broken Machine, and you can check them out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And I also want to say thank you to Matt Marble uh, for letting us use his song Toon Suba off his album Twilight's uh, album of beautiful improvised guitar. And, of course, as always, thank you to you, our listener, for every moment you're creating, every creative endeavor you're involved in, every effort you're putting out into the world we love you for it don't stop keep it up and remember the right play is the fun play